Inherently Happy, Episode 299, Mean Happy. We begin, as always, with the Happy Creed. We believe in happy, in balance and growth, of being mindful and grateful, compassionate and understanding. Yowza ha ha, my happy friends. Mean happy is the outlook that the only way to feel good and strong is to be mean, and that you're desperate to feel good and strong, and so are desperate to be mean. Mean mad, mean crazed, mean happy. Maybe you lived through the Depression and can't bear the thought of parting with anything, be it food, gold, or love. And so your stinginess creates an emotional black hole that threatens to devour and destroy the light moods of others. Or maybe you were taught that cruelty was necessary to achieve dominance. Or maybe you just like to indulge in aggressive apathy and recklessness because you have been hurt and think, therefore, that the whole world should know it. So how do we, as a social species, prevent the spread of this plague of meanness? Well, like with anything, first start with yourself, and spread niceness instead of meanness, and then perhaps help others to do the same. If someone were to, say, have a public temper tantrum because they couldn't get their own way, you could fight them record them, mock them, and shame them, or you could try to understand them, how deep their need must be to be right about something, to be respected, to be heard. They may well treat you as the enemy, but you don't need to treat them that way, for really, you're both on the same side against the only true enemy, the isolation and doubt we all feel about the future. I have befriended some of those people who initially hated me, and I've also befriended some of those people whom I initially hated, and sometimes they were the same people. I had several charity friendships like those in my younger days, meaning people who were so unpleasant that being their friend was clearly an act of charity. I wanted to show them some compassion, for I know what it's like to be hated and or dismissed by large groups of people. And these charity friends appreciated it, as they would tell me, and that would feel pretty good. And so they'd be friendly to me as a result, until soon it wasn't just a charity case at all, but a true friendship. That is, until they wanted something that I had. And that's when their selfish meanness would resurface, until I could do nothing but damage control. I had tried to show them that they didn't need to be so greedy, needy, and desperate, and that instead of being rude and brutally honest, they could just be, you know, regular amounts of honest. Like instead of calling someone an idiot, simply say you disagree. You're not lying. You do disagree. And you're also not picking a fight. You don't have to be so nice that you're apologizing for things you didn't do, but you also don't need to say the meanest thing you can think of. Save that for your next celebrity roast. And who knows? You might have an interesting conversation, even with someone who disagrees with you. Maybe they have a good story. It may not sway you, but it could inspire you to think of things in a different way. People are interesting. They want to be good and strong, just like you. But those who think that being mean is the only path have clearly forgotten what it means to be happy. We mustn't let meanness make us forget ourselves. 
Don't focus on the meanness. Focus on the niceness. When you train a dog, it's better to reward good behavior than to punish the bad. Dogs like attention and will take what they can get. They don't discriminate. They'll eat scraps from the dinner table just as readily as drinking out of a toilet bowl. An increase of niceness anywhere is an increase of niceness everywhere. But you may well ask, what's the big deal with a little extra meanness in the world? Sometimes you have to cut in order to cure. Okay, Doc. Yes, you may have cause to cauterize the odd wound, but I'm talking about systemic cruelty, not just some occasional rough home remedy. I can tell you from first-hand experience that prolonged and constant ridicule breeds frustration, bitterness, and rage. And had I chosen to be a serial killer, though I dare say some will claim, serial killing chooses you. Instead of a writer, then I could at this very moment be trying to reduce my meanness footprint by removing the meanest amongst us. Rather than taking the nice approach of trying to appeal to everyone's inner happy. That deep and abiding will to have balance and growth in your ever-changing life. If we ignore people and disregard them, they may turn to the worldview that being mean isn't cruel, horrific, and catastrophic, but is actually a relief from the pain they must endure at the inhuman hands of others. Your tiny act of meanness might have been the very last chance they were willing to give. But it was funny. I don't make friends just for me. I make friends to save us all though I will admit that some of them are so awful at being nice, decent human beings that I can barely even make a dent. And that's why we must work together to remove the stranglehold meanness has on the world. Here's how you help. Find yourself a mean person. I'm sure you know one. Could be stingy, could be cruel, but mean. And try to find out more about them. Maybe you'll find out why they're mean. Maybe it's something you can relate to. Maybe they just need a meanness intervention. Perhaps professional therapy is even warranted. But start small. Get to know the mean people out there from a safe distance at first. The same way you might tame a wild horse, not by breaking its will, but by getting it to gradually trust you. That usually happens when you help out a little. They may not be used to it, so you know, don't smoke near a powder keg. Don't make a mean person feel weak or out of control about their own lives. It diminishes their hope and stunts their empathy, starting a cold, vicious fire in their rancorous spleens, which spreads to their hearts and minds until it burns everything in their path. But it may be preventable by reducing the meanness you display to the world. Be nice to someone who actually needs it. You don't drop a match in a forest, so don't spread meanness in a society. Inherently, we are happy. But developmentally, we find our ways into the ruts of being mean, without thinking much of it, or precisely because we didn't think much of it. When's the last time I was mean to someone? Do I need one of those signs they put up in factories that marks how many days since the last accident? <clears throat> well, let's see. Recently, I had to stand up for myself against someone bad-mouthing my choices. <clears throat> 
someone harsh in their candor, well beyond what was strictly called for. I told him that he didn't need to be quite so judgmental, especially when he himself complains with great fervor and frequency about how difficult and disappointing his own life is. So it's not like he's doing so great his own damn self. I set new boundaries. But I didn't shun him, for that would be mean. And to those whom I have shunned in the past, I gave you every opportunity to be nice, and you just couldn't be bothered. And so I had to be nice to myself and leave you to your meanness. I can't save everyone, at least not by myself. I don't want to be so selfish that others are hurt, but neither do I want to be so selfless that I suffer undue harm. In the event of a loss in cabin pressure in an airplane, you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you can help others. And it can be gratifying and empowering putting yourself first. You deserve it. Just don't be mean about it. You can still help others after helping yourself, allowing the happy light to shine through. Ha ha, yowza. <laughs>